Hey there, and welcome back to another action-packed episode of Nature Boost. I'm your host, Jill Pritchard, with the Missouri Department of Conservation. So, a little background. A few years ago, I recorded a morel mushroom hunting episode with state botanist Melissa Brigler. And if you remember, we were unsuccessful in finding this coveted springtime mushroom. And I have to say, I've been pretty miffed about it ever since. Um, Granted, we did only go out hunting one afternoon, so I didn't commit a lot of time, but I was still disappointed. This season, I made it my mission to find a morel, and I am taking you with me. Now, I know this episode will drop in mid-May, which is past the season for morels. Prime time is late March to early May, but who knows? Um, Depending on the weather, you could still find one, or this could be good info for next year, or just an entertaining episode. Let's hope it's all three. So first, before I take you with me, let's recap about this fungus. Morels commonly appear after warm, moist spring weather when daytime temperatures hit low 70s and nighttime temperatures hit the 50s. Here in Jefferson City, where I live, we've had a lot of rain recently. Today is actually supposed to be a fairly nice day. Um, So I think we're, we're kind of finally hitting that groove where we're getting into the warmer spring temperatures and the cooler nighttime temperatures. So they also seem to be found on dead and decaying trees, species like elms, ashes, and cottonwoods. Um, I've read that places that have experienced flooding or prescribed fire or logging can also produce a lot of morels. And finally, um, if you're looking early in the se- in the season, you should look on south and west facing slopes. And if you're hunting later in the season, you should look for morels on north and east facing slopes. Um, MDC's Mushroom Field Guide, which is available online, is going to help me a lot on this adventure so I can correctly identify morels, which I'm crossing everything. Fingers crossed, I actually find one. Um, I want to watch out, though. You want to watch out for the toxic mushrooms, poisonous mushrooms, including false morels, which are poisonous. And they look, obviously, they kind of look like morels. So I will be taking the field guide with me for that helpful info on identification. I am not sure how long it'll take, but I'm determined to eat a morel this year. Everyone says... They're so good, and they've hyped them up so much, and I love mushrooms, and I'm just mad that I haven't had one, and I need to know what all the hype is about. So let's do this. Okay, so we're pulling up to a spot where I normally just go to walk my dog, and it's in the woods. Um, So we will see if I can find something. I'm not holding out much hope just because it's just my first day, and I do anticipate this to be a multi-day adventure um, whenever I can find time. I do feel a little hopeful because... Uh, We've had a lot of wet 
weather recently, a lot of rain, and it has warmed up um, the daily temperatures, and it's been very cool at night. And so the wet weather combined with the warm um, highs and the low temps has me hopeful, because um, that's kind of the sweet spot where you want it. What do you think, Mom? He doesn't really care. He just wants to go for a walk. Okay, here we go. We're pulling up, we're pulling up. Do you hear these birds? I hope you can hear these birds out here. They are so vocal right now. Um, and side note, I was listening to a podcast uh, a few weeks ago and studies have shown that just listening to a bird call for a few seconds can make you happier for like eight hours the rest of your day. So if you want to start your uh, day off on a good start, get outside and hear the birds because science has shown it has lasting impacts. And it kind of reminds me of those Audubon clocks that like everybody's grandparents used to have in their house where each stroke of the hour was a different bird call. Love that, love that nostalgia. Come on, moose. We gotta find these, these shrooms, these morels. It's hot, isn't it? So pretty though. I wonder if this is like a record temperature for early April. Okay, so we're back on the trail. Didn't see anything in that part. I know up here there is some more um, downed trees. That could be favorable. Oh wait, here's one. I just gotta check it out. Let's look. Let's look. Let's look. Oh, you never know, man. You never know. I see some little baby mushrooms. No, they kind of look like little button mushrooms. They're definitely not morels. But there's something. Well, I found some mushrooms, but not the ones I was looking for. It would just be too easy if I found one on my first day. But you never know. Here we go. I know that way's east. So, oh, there's a groundhog running up that slope. They are so funny. I hope Moose didn't see it. No, here he's good. He didn't see it. Okay, so I know this slope up here is west facing. All right, let's look. Let's look. Ooh, that's a big rotting log. That's what I want to see. And on a west facing slope, Moosey might have hit the jackpot. Okay. What do we see? What do we see? Not a not a mushroom in sight. That's okay. Hey, get out of that water. Moose, no, you just got groomed! Get, get out of the creek! Moosey! Come on! Ah, you're muddy. I may need to make my mushroom hunts and my dog walk separate. <laughs> Pretty wildflowers growing though.
Oh my God, is that Dutchman's breeches? <gasps> is it? Oh my God. Dutchman's breeches is a spring wildflower and oh my God, it is. I found Dutchman's breeches, guys. And I can actually identify it. Oh, and there's spring beauty. There they are. I've never seen them in real life. I've only seen pictures of them. I gotta take a picture. Aw, oh, see, even though we didn't find any morels, I got to see other stuff. The Dutchman's breeches and the spring beauty and hear all of these amazing birds this morning. Okay, it wasn't a successful morel hunt, but successful hike for sure. Day two, it's a beautiful day, and I'm hopeful we're gonna find some mushrooms. So let's head on out. Oh, there's a zebra swallowtail already out. Oh, beautiful. Okay, so elm trees. How do you identify an elm tree? Because morels like to grow on the dead, decaying elm trees. So I can't really identify dead ones from their leaves, obviously. So you kind of have to look at the bark. Not kind of, obviously, you have to look at the bark. The bark of an elm is rough and coarse with intersecting ridges. The color is a light gray to dark grayish brown. Well, wiki how, that sounds like every tree to me. <laughs> um, if it's a decaying tree, I don't think that we can really go on color. It's just gonna look dead. So let's see what we find out here. This could be a dead elm tree. It looks like coarse bark, intersecting ridges. I could very much be wrong. Nope, nothing, nothing, nothing. Okay, here's another one. It's a little hard to tell. I'm not sure. This could be an elm or a cottonwood. Nope. Oh, 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 oh. Here's something, here's something. I don't think so. Let's keep going. Oh, another. I'm gonna bag you. I'm gonna get a mushroom, mushroom, mushroom. Do you hear that? That's me not finding a mushroom. <laughs> we have been out here for an hour now. The moose is getting hot. I think we're gonna call, oh, there's a cardinal. I think we're gonna call day two a day. I'm not discouraged yet. Make no mistake. This journey is not over. Okay, so it is day three, and I know it's still fairly early. Uh, we're only in the second week of April, um, but I still haven't found a morel. And I see a lot of people online posting pictures of their mushrooms that they found, and it's making me insanely jealous. I need to know if there's something I'm missing or something I'm just not understanding if I'm just looking in the wrong places. So I've enlisted some help, and I contacted 
my old friend. He's the manager of Wrench Nature Center in Jefferson City, Kevin Loraff, the man, the myth, the legend. And he has generously agreed to fill me in on this mushroom. So let's go talk to him. Tell me what I'm missing here. You may not be missing anything, but yeah. there are some criteria you do need to know when you're looking for mushrooms and morels especially, because they need the, moist, the moisture in the ground and they need the ground to be warm enough. It usually happens in April sometimes, um, but it really depends on the combination of both moisture and warmth. Okay, and it's been, we've actually had some really decent weather, um, but we have, it's been a while since, it's been a week or so since we've had any rain. There's some areas in Missouri where people are already finding morels, but here in mid-Missouri, it still is pretty early. Yeah, that's right. It is true, you can find morels earlier in April, sometimes the end of March. Down in southern Missouri, where things warm up, you know, a week or two earlier than in mid-Missouri or north Missouri. So you can just kind of imagine the progression from south up to north. You know, I've been fixated on looking for the dead, decaying trees of elms and cottonwoods. And is that what I should be looking for? Uh, yeah, I mean, that's kind of the trees that I target. Yeah. Uh, ashes and also elms, but... You can find morels under oaks and hickories too, but if you were only focused on two trees, it would be ashes and elms. And for people who don't know, how do you identify those? Ashes Are there... and elms. Ashes have often real kind of consistent barks, almost in little pieces. So is, are those ashes? Yeah, that okay. one in the back is. Okay. And then elms have almost um, kind of a flaky bark. And elms you'll often find around in wet areas, like around s streams okay. and rivers. And ashes can be mixed in a lot of different forest areas. But yeah, if you need help, we got tree ID guides. We got staff and nature centers and, you know, staff all over that can help, help you identify those species. Okay. Anything else you think is, is good for a beginner? Keep track of the warmth in the air. And um, we've got an article in the conservationist now. A lady's been morel hunting for 70 years this May. And she says, you know, wait until you get a constant overnight temperature of about 55 mm -hmm. to warm things up. And you need to wait for rain, right after rain. And, you know, if it's real dry, you might focus on bottoms, bottom areas where it stays moisture. And then the north and east-facing slopes will um, hold more moisture. And then if it's cooler, he might go to south and western facing slopes because they get more sun and they'll warm up sooner. Because okay. remember, it's that combination of warmth and moisture. The warmth and the moisture. That's what you need to keep yeah. in mind. Okay, awesome. I appreciate the tips. Yeah, sure. Thanks, Kevin. All yeah. right. Okay, uh, April 26th. Uh, I believe this is my sixth day of mushroom hunting this month. Um, obviously, I've been really unsuccessful so far. Uh, I thought I would have found one by now, but boy, was I wrong. Um, all right, so today is, I'm not, I don't have much hope for today because uh, based on, you know, the great insight that Kevin Loraff gave me, it hasn't rained, we've had a dry spell and we kind of need the rain, but you know what, I got a little time today, so I thought, why not? So headed out to Marion Access in Cole County to see what I can find, so we shall see. Pretty dry out here. Mushroom hunting has gotta be one of the most, at least in my opinion, infuriating <laughs> pursuits. But 
I know there's there's mushrooms somewhere again like I said earlier I think it's we haven't had rain in a while so why today is probably not the best day to go out but again I had some time so I figured why not but yeah whenever I uh, was talking to Kevin Lorath, the manager of uh, Runge, he was telling me how there are some people, they start in Texas and they go all season long and they travel up north, you know, state by state as they start, as the morels start popping up to hunt them and gather them and sell them and they probably make a fortune. Man, these babies are precious. I just hope I find one. It's not today. And if not even this season, next season, this may be an ongoing nature boost uh, storyline where every spring I continue to try to find one. I hope that it's not, but uh, it very well could be. Alrighty guys, I am going out again today. Morel hunting, the saga continues. And, um, I'm very excited. Uh, I just, I just have a good feeling today that um, that it's gonna be successful. I don't know. Do you ever just wake up sometimes and you're like, I'm gonna have a good day today? Or you're just in a good mood. That's how I feel about today's adventure. I'm just putting all the good vibes out there, and I think it's it's finally uh, it's finally gonna come true today. So let's head out. We're heading out now. Let's go together. Hi, I would like the fried morels. How much would you like? Um, is that only that so amount? You can, or can do, you, yeah, you can do half, you can do three quarters. Just okay, I think just a quarter pound is good. And then also, I want to try the morel soup. Okay. And then we, we also need a water. Okay, so $21. Okay, perfect. Mushroom and a bottle of water? One soup and one mushroom. Oh my God, look at that. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> Thank you. Can we get another spoon too? Absolutely. Thank you, ma'am. Okay, I gotta try this. I can't wait anymore. This fried goodness. We're finally gonna see if the morels are worth the hype. Is it everything you dreamt of? They're good. They got a good texture. I've hunted and I found them. I'm counting this as a successful morale hunt. Did I find a morale in the wild? No. Did I find one at the Morel and Microbrews Festival in Fulton earlier this month? Yeah, and I'm counting that. I had a feeling that my mushroom hunting trips would not turn up a morale mushroom, so I had a plan B to attend that festival, and I'm really glad that I did. So now I want to hear from you. Do you have tips for me regarding mushroom hunting? Send me a message and tell me your story at missouriconservation.org slash natureboost. And in return, I'll send you a Nature Boost t-shirt and maybe we can even record an interview for next morel season. Thanks for listening to this month's episode. I'm Jill Pritchard with the Missouri Department of Conservation, encouraging you to get your daily dose of the outdoors.